Welcome to the Let's Talk Autism podcast. I'm Michelle Davey. And I'm Christelle. And it's Monday the 29th of March. The start of World Autism Awareness Week. And this is the Let's Talk Autism podcast marathon. This week, as part of the National Autistic Society's Super 7 Challenge, we will be recording seven podcasts a day for the seven days of World Autism Awareness Week. That's 49 podcasts in a week. It sure is. We better get on with it, Christelle. Let's go. Roll tiles. And this is episode two on the Super 7 Challenge for the National Autistic Society. We are recording seven podcasts of seven minutes in length, seven days a week. Only one week now. We can't do any more than that. We'll be all talked <laughs> out. 49 guests and guest two, we have got the lovely Tom. Hiya, Tom. Hiya. Hi, Tom. How's it going? Thank you for coming back so quickly again, because you weren't, okay. weren't on weren't too long ago that you was on with us, was it? Yeah, it was a couple of weeks. Luckily, uh, my schedule's flexible. <laughs> <laughs> now, Tom, when you came on... Your, I'll give you a little bit. This is going to make you a little bit big-headed, a little bit of something to be proud of. Your episode is one of our top downloaded episodes. Oh, cool. I was worried because it was a bit of a downer. No. <laughs> like It's just like you heard like life story of like, oh, it actually sounds quite bad when you like... So your episode was about you being diagnosed autistic later on. Yeah. How, how old was you? 34, 35 now. Mm-hmm. So only young, 35, yeah, like me and Christelle. <laughs> and... It was about you being diagnosed autistic later on in life. Now, what reception have you had from the podcast? The people I've shared it to, like, I've had a couple of people that I wouldn't have expected to listen to it. Because I shared it on Facebook and they were like, yeah, we listened to it. It was interesting and sort of interesting to hear about what kind of goes on. I've actually, I spoke to someone recently who said they've gone and they're getting a, an autism diagnosis lined up from sort of partly what I've been posting as well about Facebook and my experience. Because... I think the same as me, like they didn't realize that your experience is different because there's no one tells you what's going inside anyone's mind. So you'd never really know. But then if you you hear the experience of other people and you're like, wait a second, that's either the same, but they're saying that that's different for everyone else. So it's sort of that realization that you're like, oh, this experience I'm having isn't the same as uh, everyone else. Yeah, definitely. It's quite profoundly different. (laughs) Yeah. So this, obviously, this is all for autism awareness. So how do you feel that your story is, you know, raising awareness, uh, especially in a lot of adults that might have not, have gotten that autism diagnosis when they were younger, but maybe after listening to you, they might think, you know what, I can really relate to some of the things that Tom is saying. How does that make you feel? Uh, Yeah, it's good. It's sort of, it's just nice to know because it's sort of like I know what it feels like and it's it's nice for other people to kind of be able to avoid that like or or find out who they are and like I'm a cinematographer so I've sort of I've put that front and center of everything so I'm just like I'm no longer I don't know I'm going to describe myself as a cinematographer I'm now an autistic cinematographer just in case there's anyone else watching and like the like I didn't know what autism was and it's sort of you have a preconceived notion and I don't know any other cinematographers that I know personally or can think of that are autistic or have mentioned it so it's it seems pretty yeah under underrepresented but then also you don't know how many people are undiagnosed and it's sort of an industry that like everyone in the industry is dyslexic it's kind of just like a 
a bit of an inside joke that just everyone you work with is dyslexic and then you've kind of like there's you no know, it's not uncommon to find people with ADHD and then you sort of carry yeah. it it's sort of more of a forgiving industry as well you can be weird in it and it's not a problem <laughs> <laughs> And are you going back to, I know you're doing this in the but I know you've had to take, you You kind of come away from that job, didn't you, at Sony and that, because it was, there was quite a few things overwhelming at the time. Will you be going, when you start working sort of like out of lockdown bubble again, uh, not working from home, would you sort of raise that with your new employer that, you know, I'm autistic and... You know, um, do you know what I mean? Like to put some things in place to sort of make things more comfortable for you. Yeah, well, I work freelance, so it's sort of, I quite like the option to pick and choose who you work for anyway, but I mean, it's, I've been so loud about it that, you know, people will know and I will bring it up. I was going to mention as well, we've had a, it's quite a nice success to mention. We we shot a, a film uh, just at the end of 2019 for part of Ari, who's there, I mean, if you've ever seen a, cinema, a film at the cinema, they provide all the cameras, so they're like, really nice film equipment we shot a short film with them that's just been released and it's a a one take 12 minute film about dementia but kind of through their eyes we had a a screening at Leicester Square and we had the whole audience in tears which is oh wow makes you feel proud yeah Uh, (laughs) um, if you check YouTube uh for Ari on their YouTube channel it's Ruth on there if you just search Ari Ruth but it's, oh, I'm, so, kind yeah, of, well, I'm just throwing that everywhere it's like I'm autistic and I did this you can yeah we'll uh, put the we'll put the link up in the, the notes for this episode Tom what would you say because I know some people sort of always say that we won't get diagnosed and there's no point labeling you have been diagnosed in your 30s what would you say why do you feel that the diagnosis was important to you uh, it's kind of vindicating because it's like I've had a couple of people mention like when I said like I'm an autistic cinematographer and they're like I you shouldn't mention that like it's and it's like well that's because it's uncomfortable for you like you're happy yeah. not addressing any of this and like the baseline assumption is I'm not autistic so for you it's it's much more comfortable to maintain the status quo and the fact that I've challenged your expectations and saying I'm autistic and your responses don't mention it and I like my response to that is fuck off <laughs> it's just <laughs> get fucked no it's I've I've lived enough trying to fit into a neurotypical world. And then, you know, it's, you know, there's there's so many issues like this that people are going through. But I mean, it's different kind of parcels, but it's sort of the, the kind of general theme seems to be whatever the status quo is, as soon as you start pushing or challenging that, and it's, you know, it's everything that's gone on with Black Lives Matter and there's stuff that's going on in America and everything else, people don't want to hear it because it doesn't affect them and they don't want it to affect them. But I'm quite happy yeah. just to shove it in people's faces now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you go, Tom. Yeah. Just cause a scene. Definitely. Yeah. And this is why things like Autism Awareness Week is so important, isn't it? So that we can just, <laughs> you've got even more excuse to say, hey, and it's not just this week. It should be every single day. And, you know, mm. to say, this is what we're, we're showing you. And this is what we want you to understand. Mm. Yeah. And as an autistic adult, is there any thing that you feel like should be offered to to you in order to help you maybe go through life a bit smoother because obviously you've gone through life without much help um, but is there anything that you feel like would be good to have in place I'm not sure to be honest it's kind of I'm just I'm kind of 
stuck in a bit of like an, an interior design thing at the moment. Like I'm quite keen on the idea of pushing interior design to be more sort of uh, what was it? Oh, accommodating. Yes. Like you had a holiday, you were thinking holiday homes and things, weren't you? Yeah. So that would be great to come and speak to us about, wouldn't it, Chris? Again. Yeah. 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 I think hopefully get something going the second half of the year, but we'll see how it goes. But I'm quite keen to get stuck in and start. Like once right. I set my mind to something, I'm just going to do it. Well, you heard it here first. Home improvements for Tom. <laughs> we'll definitely come back and speak to us about that, Tom. I'm so pleased to speak to you again tonight and uh, wish you all the yeah, best. Yes, lovely to talk to you guys yeah. again. I'm sure we'll uh, uh, come yeah. on and talk at length about interior design again. <laughs> yes, definitely. You're definitely coming back on the book you in in my imaginary diary. You're on, Tom. <laughs> so get to work. There's no excuses. <laughs> Good luck yeah. with the... Um, the rest of all the, uh, the challenge, the, podcast, the challenges. Take care. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Let's speak together. Bye.